and I'm joined by my co-host Olivia. So last episode we covered what money actually is and its functions. Now we are going to delve into applications of money in the real world. Money is something that doesn't just stick in one place. It's constantly moving around from place to place. If we take a look at this from an individual perspective, it can look like our money is going in and out of our pockets in only a direct exchange. Correct. If we think about the day-to-day life of an average person, we earn money and then we spend that money. Things like income from your job, side hustles, or investments are known as the inflow of money. This is because the money is going into your pocket. On the other hand, the utility bills, rent, or mortgage, recreational activities are called the outflow of money. Since we're spending our money on these things, the money is coming out of your pocket. But did you ever think, where is the money you earn coming from? Who is getting that money that you spend? These questions have been asked by many economists, which is why they formulated this flow of money into something called the circular flow model. There are four key components of the circular flow model. Households, firms, which are also known as businesses, product market, and the factor market. Households are the primary consumers in an economy. They also provide labor, land, and capital, which helps in production, to businesses in exchange for income. Firms use the labor, land, and capital provided by households to produce goods and services. In return, they pay wages, rent, and profits to those households. The product market is the figurative place where the goods and services created by the firms are bought and sold. Households purchase goods and services in exchange for the money. The factor market is where the factors of production, which are land, labor, and capital, are bought and sold. Households supply these factors of production to businesses, who then pay for those factors. Notice how everything that the households are providing are also used by the businesses, but vice versa is also occurring. The same money that we spend for a new phone is contributing towards the production of the food that we eat daily. Honestly, I think it's a good idea if we just like go through an example on how this flow works. Sure, so let's say that you, as a member of a household, decide to purchase a new TV. You go to an electronics store to buy a TV. In the product market, you exchange money for the TV. The electronics store receives revenue from the sale. The electronics store is a business that sells consumer goods, including TVs. The store acquires the TVs from manufacturers or or wholesalers. Manufacturers and wholesalers, in turn, obtain the necessary factors of production, like labor and raw materials, from households in the factor market. Households provide their labor to produce and transport the TVs. If we go under the assumption that you work in the production or transportation process, part of your income might be used from the purchase of a new TV. It's all a circular flow of money. I still have one more question, though. So why is it important to know about all of this? Why should we care beyond what money we have in order to pay for our own bills? Well, the circular flow model involves the flow of money and goods in an economy, and you are part of the cycle as a consumer. When you make purchases, you're essentially using your own money to participate in this economic flow. You're right. And now I think about it being more about being aware of the circular flow model as key to having a financial radar. It allows you to understand the broader economic landscape, which is essential for making informed decisions about your money for the future. Yeah, and on top of that, when you know the flow of your money, you become like more aware of potential financial failures that might impact 
larger companies, or even entire economies. This awareness helps you make more informed financial decisions, mitigating risks to your own financial well-being. The model reveals the interconnectedness of different economic sectors. This means that you need to know that economic changes in one area can have cascading effects on others. Being cognizant of this helps you anticipate and respond to changes in the economic environment. As you understand the circular flow model, you gain insights into how economic policies such as taxation and government spending can also affect your personal finances. This knowledge can empower you to adapt to or take advantages of changes in the economic landscape. Understanding the model aids in making more informed choices as a consumer. You can make purchasing decisions with a greater understanding of how those choices fit into a larger economic picture since you are making up part of that picture. The circular flow model serves as a foundation for setting goal, financial goals too, something that we have talked about a couple episodes prior. It allows you to better manage your income, savings, and investments by considering broader implications in the economy. This global economic awareness is crucial in an interconnected world. The circular flow model is not just an abstract economic concept. It's a practical tool for individuals to navigate their financial lives. Understanding how your money fits into this large economy empowers you to make more informed financial decisions and better navigate potential challenges. That's all for today, guys. This is Olivia and Rashmi. Cashing off.